and welcome to episode 36 of After All This Time Always with me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And uh, truly, the Arabella figure of this podcast. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. his house smells like cabbage. It's producer <laughs> Joe Power. <laughs> What's with the smell, Joe? You've been cooking. <laughs> no, uh, no. This, my house does not smell like cabbage. What mm. is that smell, Joe? Hot lettuce. Hot no. lettuce. No, I, ha- I had Chinese food. Yeah, Chinese. What do you have on your Chinese food, mate? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, chicken chow mein. You're like my daughter when she comes out of school. Like, <laughs> you go, what have you done today? She's like, I don't remember. I'm like, you've literally just... No, I, I ate it in a bit of a rush because I was, I was setting up for the, uh, the podcast. Chinese food is the primary school of dinners, really, isn't it? If you're getting a Chinese takeaway, it's all just the same, really. Chinese food is my favourite. Really? Oh, yeah. I love an Indian. No, yeah. I don't, I'm, 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 I prefer Chinese. Yeah. Just, yeah, right. just for the... Uh... What's your favourite takeaway? Uh, email, you... us. <laughs> email us. Email us. <laughs> right, yeah, A-A-T-A. no, let's, let's do better. Let's do better. How are we doing, guys? Good. I've had a very long week. How's yeah. your week's been? My week's all right. How about you, Patrick? Uh, my week has felt very long, but it's only been seven days. How long has your week been, Tom? <laughs> yeah. So what have you, you done with your weeks? What have you been up to? I yeah? have betrayed you both. What? I didn't really. I, I engineered another podcast. Oh, um, is that what you're calling it now? Engineering. I wasn't. Produ- I didn't produce it. I what just en- engineered it. So they I refer did, so to as in all of this stuff. And I did. The, I'll do the editing and the mixing. So right. you were? Did they say? Oh, what do you think, engineer Joe? No, they didn't ask me for my. Th- no, it was. It was a. It was a conversation between a heart surgeon and a GP. I don't think I had any influence on the co- recording it. Why? That's. They don't know. Bit, bit personal, mate. They're they're v- <laughs> <laughs> it's doctor patient confidentiality. Pat, mate. have you been on any other podcasts? No, of course no, I haven't. No. I wouldn't betray you guys. Uh, no, I've had I've had what feels like a long week. It's been there's just been a lot going on. It's just busy at work. You know, you know that episode of um, Forty Towers where he's got to put the moose's head up. And yeah, every you, time you every... watched that this weekend, <laughs> <laughs> twenty times I've been really busy. Uh, no, you know he keeps getting interrupted. People keep asking him to do other right. stuff, and then it keeps coming around. So, have you put that moose's head up yet? And he's like, "Yeah, I was just about to." That's kind of what this this past week has felt like. I, I did some acting yesterday. I did a short film. Ooh. Of course you did, because you got the beard back. I got because you're going back. back on screen. And I, it was a, it was a, it was lovely. Yeah. Um, was it good fun? Yeah, I always feel self conscious because I'm not trained as an actor and I was around actory types but they were lovely and and, and giving and uh, I felt I held my own that's good yeah much like I feel like I do on this podcast yeah you do hold your own I you're able to own. stand yeah. up next to me and Pat with your head held high mate yeah so um, <laughs> neither of us are going to hold yours so you have to hold your own <laughs> exactly well it'll be a bit weird if we get to the stage I'm like you mind holding my hand my head <laughs> but uh, well, what was the film about or can't you say yet uh, when it's out Mm. What we'll do is we'll, we'll we'll send links to it. It shouldn't be out. It's only a short film, but it should be out soon. Okay, lovely. We'll plug it because uh, I think it's good to cross promote with other people's. I agree. Absolutely. I agree absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah completely agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. How's uh, how's the band going, Joe? Yeah, good. <laughs> good. Thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah, we... Some would say that's a peeve, but here are some more peeves. I've only got one peeve, uh, and it's uh, Pat. You said. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we thought. Well, we all thought that the Serena Williams joke that you made last week, like the offhand comment, would be dated. But little did we know that there would be an ill-advised cartoon in an Australian uh, 
I know. I was New- absolutely delighted. Absolutely delighted because it because it kept it. It was still in the news come still Thursday, in the news. Yeah. so it was still a very relevant joke. Yeah. Oh, that racism was great for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you got any peeves, Pat? Uh, yeah, just a, well, not not peeves, just more sort of corrections. Tom, your whole misunderstanding about why did John Cleese do the first two movies? I forgot to bring it up. The reason I was so confused is because he didn't do the last series of Monty Python. Oh. He came back for the movies. So the question, why did he do the first oh. two movies after he'd already left, is what I was thinking okay. of. But uh, but they're the only they're the only peeves I have. Uh, the only one I've got, Pat, is in the talk about friends about Danny, the neighbour. You said yes. he lived next door when I think he lived downstairs. Oh, okay. <laughs> and oh, Danny, Danny with the beard, who Rachel beard, is creeped Rachel out by and then finds attractive yeti. once he yes. shaves the beard. Oh, yeah, my bad. I haven't seen that episode in a while. No, well done, Tom, with the knowledge there. There we go. Very well done. Real proud of you. I, I, I felt like I should have pulled it up on the day, but I can't. You weren't, you weren't on your game. You were too busy focusing on uh, what you had coming up on the show later on. <laughs> Which was all good stuff. It was oh. all good stuff. Uh, so, Tom, we had a big reaction to your fan fiction last week. Have yeah. we got any more? Well, talking about big reactions, have you guys seen my nose? Uh, I can't see it currently. Can't yes, there it. it is. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Can you see it scabbed all over? Oh, actually, there's a, dis- yeah. there's a there's discoloration a, there's a at the top. Yeah, There's a redness. Yeah, so I had a, a reaction to something. No. Yeah. Um, my daughter put glitter on me, and I was like, right, I'm going to wash it off. Oh, it's not coming off. So I had to get, and I ended up, it was like, gave me like a burn, a degree of a burn. What? Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. How? So, yeah, because it just wouldn't come off. So I had to scrub it so much, and then it took a layer of skin off. <laughs> i got to ask yeah. you when, when, did you, when did she put the glitter on you? Because I have noticed... But beyond the regular twinkle in your eye, there is a little sparkle in your eyelid. Uh, oh no, this was this was um, Saturday morning, so then oh I had to do word. the filming with this. Oh. Luckily, it was okay, and then I had to do um, a gig Saturday night uh, with it in as well. Oh man! But uh, yeah, luckily, luckily it wasn't that as bad, and now it's starting to scab over. It's a bit more noticeable, but uh, yeah. So I suppose the um, the the, uh, the uh, you know the lesson we can learn there is just don't have kids. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> What is coming up in the show? Well, Tom, are we going to go back to uh, Tom Tull's fan fiction universe? The TTFFU. Brought to you by AATTA. Yeah. <laughs> when Lovely. can we uh, expect the ETA? <laughs> ASAP, I think. Oh, well, just FYI, listener. The... <laughs> FFS. Right. L-O-L. Have we got any new pensive this week, We've got one new pensive. Okay, cool. That's clearly running. We're running dry on that. No, no, I've just been busy. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I've got a quiz. Tom, have you got your, your all your features? Yeah, I've also got my feet. Let's yes. dip them in the pensive. <laughs> oh, we're in the pensive. And yes, it's, got all, it's got all inky and swirly. Oh, yes. And... Uh, well, I expect you guys to get this one, but it might be a little hard at first, but then I think you'll get it. So yeah. we're turning on the radio. We're in the pensive. We don't know what year it is. We turn on the radio. What's mm-hmm. the number one song? Let's find oh, out. it's Use It Up or Wear It Out by Odyssey. Use It Up or Wear It Out by I have Tom. Come on. No idea about that song, and I don't know who Odyssey is. What's that song? Oh, I, I, I mean, I was relying on you there, mate. No. That's surely been on a Now album. If no. it went to number one. Who's Odyssey? I don't know. 
Use it. Can, can you hum the song, Pat? No, I cannot. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what I can do is I can I can use someone's someone else's memory, and we can go a little further back. See what was number one last week, if you prefer. Yes, yes. please. Yeah, please. It was uh, it was Xanadu by Olivia Newton John and the Electric Light Orchestra. I don't. So I, uh, this is this must be early nineties. This must. I'm be no. I'm not. I'm not convinced. By Olivia Newton-John and ELO, did they have a song in the nineties? Do you want to go a little, a, a little bit, a little bit later and see what's number one after? What was number one after? Winner takes it all by ABBA. Right. So I thought. Right. So we've gone back to the seventies here. Right. Okay. So we're in the pensive, and we've taken right. a trip somewhere else into the seventies. Yeah. So what happened in the 70s? Well, so seventies must be when. What was the number one James... film? Might as well yeah, finish this off. Uh, well, this was also a little hard to find because UK box office charts don't actually the records don't go back that far. <laughs> <laughs> so I typed in a uh, what was number one film on the day you were born website, and uh-huh. I think this might have been what was number one in America. Okay, Caddyshack. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. So uh, oh. I thought that was eight. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought that was eighties. That was the um, eighty-two. That was the the National Lampoon film, isn't it? Bill Murray. uh, Bill Murray's first big. uh, Yeah. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Yeah. Yeah. Rodney Dangerfield. And um, John Belushi. And the little is it a gopher that's in the thing? Oh yeah, that famous gopher. Yeah, Yeah, he went on to big things. Um, Okay, right. So seventy. So we're going. So I'm assuming it's to do with Lillian, James, and Snape. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because they would be at school at this it time. Would, yeah. Um. So, uh, James bullies Snape like dangles yeah, the, him the day he dangles him. James dangles Snape upside down. I'm afraid you're wrong. I thought you'd oh. get this. Okay. No. 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 Let's think of some more significant events. Events that would have a date, a a set date. Yeah, because that's the thing. Lily and James... That, uh, yeah, you don't know the date of that. James no, Dangling exactly. and Snape, there wouldn't be a date for that. Uh, ten... Okay, so... Right, let's... let's... Ten, ten years... No, wait. No, no, no. What about the date we're given that they see in the pensive is them all in the compartment going to Hogwarts for the first time, and that must be the 1st of September. So it's Snape, ah. it's Snape, Lily, James, and Sirius oh. meet on the Hogwarts Express for the first time. That's that's an interesting. So that that, we, know, we mean, know the date there for sure. That would mean no. It just seems a little late for that because Caddyshack, as you said, that seems like it's a later oh, yeah, film. Eight. No, hang and on. You've got no, to no, think no, it, Harry was born in nineteen eighty. Yeah, so maybe the death of James and Lily Potter. No, not in. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because it would be 81, wouldn't it? 81, 82. The, de- the death of Lillian James? Is that your final answer? Yeah. Oh. Damn, you were so close. Joe, you just said it. it was the, when Harry was born, 1980. Oh! 31st of July, 1980. Oh. Oh, that's, we were that's where we found ourselves in the pensive this week. Oh. Oh. Nice, though. Nice. Very nice, well, Pat. There will be some more past ones coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Good changing of the form, though. Yeah, I, I didn't have much time to put something together, so but I thought I thought you guys would get that. Oh. The second we're in the past, it's like well, it must have been when Harry was born. Yes, I oh. just uh, no because I was thinking of specific events from being in yeah. the because we did, wouldn't have seen Harry's birth in the pensive. Would no, we? but also it's it, we know the date. We, yeah, ex- yes, that's a good that's point. We know unless, the date. Unless I'm giving you like three or four song choices or three or four movies, yeah. because it takes place roughly 
mm. May yeah. 1970, whatever. But yeah, no, Harry, Harry's birth. There you go. That's what well, was a good one. I did enjoy that one. I did enjoy that one. You know what everyone enjoyed last week? What was that, mate? That? Taking a, a saunter into the TTFF universe. <laughs> now, who would you say is, uh, is one of the greatest writers uh, of these lands? Of these lands. Of these lands. Of these Englands. These Englands. <laughs> yes. Um, Come on, mate. <laughs> Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Right, okay. P.G. Woodhouse. No, we've got it. We've oh, we got it. We got Dan it. Dan okay. Brown. <laughs> the top three. <laughs> so, the thing about Shakespeare is Shakespeare wrote comedies, you know? He did. He liked to make people laugh, you know? And uh, I don't know. You keep saying you know, but I don't know. I never read it. He never, <laughs> never made me laugh. Oh, no, he no. never made me laugh. <laughs> Check him out. He's really funny. Uh, but he also, goddamn, he wrote He didn't. He wrote tragedies. He did. You know. I do know that, yeah. And uh, I'm afraid... <laughs> This week's uh, story, oh. read to you by Tom's mouth, is uh, that's yours. That's your yeah, mouth. Yeah, I'm about to tell you a story of my mouth. Um, oh. <laughs> it's uh, it's a bit of a tragedy, guys. Oh, well, uh, grab your. Nearest, I mean, you, I mean, you're you're doing you're doing what you need to do. You were never going to follow up last week's no. with you know just comedy gold again. So exactly. you bring it down a little bit and then <coughs> next week's will seem, seem good by comparison. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here we It'll go. be the episode nine of the, uh, <laughs> the new Star Wars. You know, yeah. <laughs> lower the expectations so much. Gosh, <laughs> indeed. Here we go. All right, come on, Ryan Johnson, let's go. <laughs> Hello, Fred, said George, bringing his hand, slamming down onto the back of his twin's gravestone. <laughs> I warned you. I put in a trigger warning. Right? <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, it's tragic. It's Ready? tragic. Wait. Here we go. The sun was shining. Good day to be alive, thought George, as he set off that morning. An even better one to visit a dead brother. <laughs> George set his picnic down, and despite the glee in which he had greeted Fred. In the cemetery, it actually was him overcompensating for his sadness. I'm not sure if you guys got that. <laughs> Why are you bringing a picnic? So, news. They're all crumbs, mate. All crumbs. All crumbs leading. Don't you worry. So, news, dear brother, he exclaimed out loud. Uh, went for a drink with uh, Lee at the weekend. He's currently seeing a muggle girl. I know. She's a, she's a history student, apparently. Been telling him all about this Hitler fella. Uh, he's like a muggle Voldemort. Only <laughs> instead of missing a nose, he's missing something else, if you get my meaning. <laughs> Realising his best before brother won't get his meaning, George... <laughs> George added his testicle, Fred. He only has one of them. This was one of George's favourite and yet hardest days of the year. Since Fred had perished under that collapsing wall, he had grown a deep mistrust of walls, which was very inconvenient as the vast majority of buildings had them. (laughs) (laughs) One place George (laughs) did like to hang out was in Hagrid's, as it was circular, a continuous wall, and crucially, not made of brick. There was nothing he liked better than grabbing a pint of mead and sitting in the hut and regaling tales of Fred. Sometimes without Hagrid, sometimes in the middle of the day, until Professor McGonagall came to him and said, you've got to stop doing this, George. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's sad. (laughs) Yeah. The sun stretched across the well-kept graveyard. What else can I tell you, Freddy? 
Oh, I did a funny one to mum the other day. We were talking about the fact that Fleur was pregnant. Uh, I said, oh, that is going to be one hairy baby. Fleur told me off and said, I shouldn't joke about my brother being a werewolf. I said, I wasn't. I was talking about you being French. (laughs) (laughs) They're cheeky, these brothers. (laughs) They They can get away with it. Tom couldn't get away with that joke. But they can get away with it. (laughs) Mum told me off, but she was gigging a little bit as well. George chuckled to himself, but by God, it was a hollow chuckle. (laughs) He reached into his bag and pulled out two butterbeers. I suppose I'm I'm really here for two reasons. George produced a ring from his pocket. I'm going to ask Angelina Johnson to marry me. I know, she's a keeper. No, she's not, she's a chaser, <laughs> he said. Out of the corner of his mouth to give the impression that it was somebody else saying it, but it wasn't, it was just him. <laughs> which underlines how sad and beautiful this scene would play out in the cinema. <laughs> I hope that's okay. I know you two were together. It's really actually helped having her around. She said, I really remind her of you. I said, well, that's that's identical twins for you, Angelina. George picked up his butterbeer, clicked it, on, clinked it onto Fred's and said, happy birthday, Fred. Happy birthday, George, he said, repeating the same <laughs> corner of the mouth trip <laughs> as the sun set over Ottery St. Catchpole. Oh, oh. That was tragic. It was, it was a bit tragic, it was really sad, but yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it so much. Uh, I, write, was... I write sins, not tragedies. I'm saying I've seen this good, in a goddamn a... arms race. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sugar, we're going down. That's very, very nice, Thomas. Thank you very much for that. I was yeah. deeply moved, especially when you made me imagine how it would look in the cinema. That's... That was stunning. Mm. Because my own imagination couldn't picture the words you were saying, but as soon as you said cinema, I was like, I can see it. Exactly. Think of it not not as just words on a page, but as thought in your head. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to get at. I feel feel I've I've brought the mood down. Let's bring it back up again with a riddle. All right, let's do it. Are you talking riddle? My arrogance led to my ultimate downfall. Pride certainly comes when you think you are above all. Well, technically, I was the most powerful in the land, but I didn't realise what catastrophe that lay in my hand. A murder led to my swift removal. Replacements came, but didn't last long at all. Bloodshed and hurt are what followed. Maybe it would all have been better if my pride had just been swallowed. That's really hard. Now, I've, I've written down... Because so, I, I don't know if you're trying to throw a curveball, but I can't remember all Always. the bits of the storyline. So mm. I was thinking maybe the Muggle Prime Minister. But oh, that's a good one actually. Because I, I was thinking it would be something to do with um, like Fudge eventually, and murder led mm. to his downfall, mm. and another replacement didn't last long at all. Yeah. Would you Would you like to hear it again? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, please. My arrogance led to my ultimate downfall. Who's arrogant? Pride certainly comes when you think you are above all. Well, technically, I was the most powerful in the land, but I didn't realise what a catastrophe that lay in my hands. A murder led to my swift removal. Replacements came, but didn't last long at all. Bloodshed and hurt are what followed. Maybe it would all have been better if my pride had just been swallowed. I still think it's the... Is it the Muggle Prime Minister? I'm assuming it's not. It's not the Muggle Prime Minister, no. I remember there was a thing where... Weren't... Weren't the Marauders going to try and kill, or not try and kill, but like try and set Snape up for a fall? They they lured him to the Shrieking Shack because they thought it'd be funny. 
but then he would have been murdered by Lupin in werewolf form. No, because that still doesn't make right, sense. No, but, okay, so who's who's too proud? Because like, there are a lot of characters that are too proud, and then that leads to mistakes. Mm. So, uh, Minister for Magic. Yeah, he refuses to accept Voldemort's back. But I, but I think, but Tom is Tom wouldn't make it that obvious. That's serious nonsense. Last week, which is what makes me think it might be serious now. <laughs> is it serious? Tom? <coughs> it's not serious. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, damn it! See, that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not only trying to work out the clues. I'm trying to work out this guy's enigma of a mind. <laughs> uh, okay, who else is proud? Um, what, what does it feel like to be proud? <laughs> <laughs> At A-A-T-T-A pod. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm stumps, mate. I am Stumbledore. Is it Dumbledore? No. No. Uh, no. no, I didn't think so. Dip it, maybe dip it. Dip it, because a kid got murdered at school. That's a good Is it dip it? It's not. Oh, dip it. Uh, I'm going to have to give up, I'm afraid. Yeah. I really wanted you uh, to say Cornelius Fudge. Since that was the answer I was trying to get you to give me. Right. But it's not the answer. What's the answer? The answer is um, the first Peveril brother who takes the Elder Wand. Oh, oh. The, the, the thing of power in my hands! Oh, I didn't realise what... love of goodness. My arrogance led to my of ultimate course. downfall. Pride certainly comes when you think you're above all. Well, technically, I was the most powerful in the land, but I didn't realise what a catastrophe that lay in my hands. In his hands. A murder, yes. his murder, yes. my swift removal. Replacements came, but they didn't last long at all. Uh, bloodshed and hurt are what followed. They say... That's the, the, the trowel of the elder, well, elder wand is uh, bloodshed. And That's just yeah. it's... Maybe it would have all been better if my pride had just been swallowed. I was trying to get you to say fudge. But... Well, we were skirting around fudge yeah. for a long time, yeah. but we were so sure it was fudge, we were scared to say it. Yeah. <laughs> because last week... Yeah, you're going to have to go with a couple of uh, easy yeah. ones now, Tom, yeah, if you want to get I... us with that trick again. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good riddles. <laughs> yeah, good riddles to you, sir. <laughs> And if you had said the first Peril brother, it would have been corny this fudge. So. <laughs> um, oh, so here was a peeve I forgot, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, we were talking last week. What's that coming over the hill? Is it a monster? Is it a monster? Oh, yeah. We oh. thought it might just be like a bush or a tree or something. Well, I went on to songmeanings.com okay. to find out the meaning. And uh, first fallen angel... 12 years ago says it means at all but it's fantastic <laughs> um, thanks fallen angel yeah. uh, also 12 years ago princess said I love this song four exclamation marks it's so catchy and you juzzy have to sing along did they not read what the the website <laughs> name was well mini hats also says so mini unbelie- hats it also says tiny so unbelievably too. catchy it means tiny hats yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hats. So she's got several of them on her head. A lot of, a lot of small hats. A lot of small yeah, hats. Fun, fun at a party. Yeah, mm. Or she's just got like a, a really big head, and so a regular sized hat. She has to wear several. Yeah, it could have been a nickname in school, and she's owning it. No, but then that. that was Why that... do we automatically think she's a she? That's true. <laughs> that is she, a good point. Even though she is, um, <laughs> <laughs> Princess Philodyne said, "Apparently, it's about when people." What did get... Tiny Hats say? 
Mini hat said so unbelievably catchy. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. It's not, well, not what this website exists no, for, mate. No. Uh, Princess Philodyne says, apparently it's about when people get drunk and do things they shouldn't do. Chocolate box says, I think the monster symbolizes a big problem, which is inevitable, whatever it may be. They're too busy having fun and enjoying their youth to see what it is right in front of them. And now it is too late to change it. There is no stopping or fighting the monster and it's heading straight for them. Um, is there not an interview with the automatic where they just say it? There well, probably I is. Know. I don't know. Because this is just... I mean, this is, this is nonsense. Judo Dave says, God, I hate this song. <laughs> uh, Rainbow Griffin 11 years ago says first of all this is a song meanings website yes. not thank, you. Not thank an, you thank you not an OMG this band is too mainstream site I skipped over the uh, these bands are too mainstream <laughs> second who cares how mainstream they are when they're this good oh. <laughs> okay well they, got, they got the point gone right off Rainbow Griffin do you, know, do you know at university one of the first modules I did was uh Automatic. A, no, it was a course called Music Meanings. Right, okay. And uh, the first lecture, um, he, uh, the lecturer was asking, what do you want to get from this course? What do you want to take out of this course? And the answer from one of the sh- my fellow students was, I want to find out like the meaning behind music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay, you've taken that. Oh. Literally. <laughs> and, and the lecturer was like, it was a perfect response. He just went, oh. So do I. <laughs> it's lovely stuff. And, and from that day on, you were bit, firm friends. <laughs> oh, yeah. Still email. <laughs> lovely stuff. How, what, did, what, what did that guy play? Did he play anything? Or was he a producer? What, what was oh, well, the guy that asked that question, I don't remember seeing him that much. Really. Oh, really? I, think, I think he I don't think Maybe he, he found that out long. and that was it. Yeah, that, that's that's the only reason he turned up. Yeah. I, came, I came, I learnt my definition, I conquered, I'm gone. <laughs> Hey, you, get your damn hands off. I think you got the wrong car, McFly. <laughs> George, George, please help me. Just turn around. Close the door. <laughs> Are you deaf, McFly? <laughs> no, Biff. You leave her alone. <laughs> okay, McFly. You want it. You're going to get it. No, Biff. No. <laughs> <laughs> You'll break his arm. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> ah, slice my hand. Uh, who's who's this? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Do you want to play Tom's game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm interested when I listen back to this to hear how some of that sounds without seeing the facial expressions. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you you do have to picture quite clearly that scene from Back to the Future the, in your uh, head. Otherwise, some of Tom's noises there sound a little suspect. The doors opening and closing were spot on. That was the, lovely. Uh, the dog panting <laughs> might be a little suspect. That's him looking at his hand That's after his punched beer. Yeah, yeah, he's overawed at the power of his own yeah. fist. Just, he, Tom wasn't doing anything untoward. I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just the game's just called. my game, man. <laughs> you know the title by now, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello, everyone. 
We've had a story with my mouth. How about a game with my mouth? Um, Let's have it. Okay, so if you've never listened, in this game, what I do is I give two characters uh, from Harry Potter uh, to Pat and Joe. Uh, What they have to decide is who has the most mentions across the seven Harry Potter books. Then this is the twist. This is what I like. I then say how many mentions there are, give them two numerical values. They choose whether to stick or twist. It's it, that's that's the heart stopping moment. It's the heart stopping moment. Know who's which? I don't know, know which which or wizard. So <laughs> to kick things off, yeah, grip hook. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lily Potter. Oh, oh, you wouldn't. <laughs> did how dare you? How dare you did. Did. Today of all days. Today Tom. of all days. <laughs> grip hook or Lily? Grip hook or Lily? Right. I mean, that's literally the question. That is what we're here to figure out. All right. And I'm going to have to <laughs> hurry. Uh, grip hook. Pat. I wrote Lily. You wrote Lily. <clears throat> one of them is mentioned 127 times. One of them is mentioned 140 times. Oh, so there's a Pat. bit of a gap. Pat, do you want to stick with Lily or switch to grip hook? I would like to. See, I don't know how the website that you've got these figures from counts it. Does it count any mention of Lily, or does it have to be Lily Potter? I don't know. I well, don't... I would assume it's just any mention of the character. I'm sticking with Lily. Sticking with Lily, Joe Power. <sighs> I'm going to take a risk, mate. Against against all my best instincts, I'm sticking with Grip Hook. You're sticking with Grip Hook. Uh, it was a risk well, well worth taking. It's 2-0 to Joe. Oh, oh, I really thought you were going to stick there, and it would have been brilliant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> twist. I thought you were going to twist the pats. Wrong answer. Grip oh. Hook's mentioned more than Lily. That's outrageous. Yeah. I just, I, you know, it's Tommy Curveball over here. Oh, he loves a curveball. This guy, Tommy yeah. Curveball. Yeah. Tommy Curveball. Here's another one. James Potter. What versus Oliver Wood? Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth! <laughs> Shut James up! I hate you. Oliver. Oh man. <laughs> um, okay. <sighs> I'm gonna have to go to you first, Pat. You went to me first last time. No, I didn't. I went to you first for the uh, numerical round. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. Um, Don't get stressed. What's Why did, what, have you not been, it's been what's a busy week. Have What's you not been drinking? What's going on? <laughs> it's Monday night and it's already been a busy week. <laughs> uh, I think you are doing the old double switcheroo. Now you see it, now you don't game. Where last time is <laughs> TM yes. uh, to give it its full title. Where last time it should have been Lily, but it turned out to be Griphook. Now I think it's now I think it probably is Oliver Wood because he's in more books. But I think it's going to turn out to be James. So I'm going to say James. But uh, Joe, what are you going? For? I think you're doing the same thing. I'm going to go with James. Okay. One of them is mentioned <laughs> Live it. 208 times. One of them is mentioned 190 times. Uh, Joe Power, do you want to stick with James Potter? I think I'm going to stick with James only because I think I think this website might include every time Snape says your arrogant father or something like that. Right, every time he's referenced. Yeah. Okay. Pat, are you sticking or twisting? I mean, it's very close, isn't it? 190 to 208, but I am going to stick with James. I hope James has got the 208. It remains 2-0 to James. Oh, my God! James Potter has 190 mentioned. Oliver Woods has 208 mentions. Oh, for goodness sake. All right. Madam Hooch. Uh, Hoochie-poo. 
versus Zachariah Smith. Ooh. Oh, God, that's such a... Right, okay, so it's me first. Uh, right, he, yeah. now here's where it's tricky, because Hooch would have been in it... In the, she'd have been mentioned in the stories from a, over a longer period, but she's rarely in it for more than just, like, one passing moment, go see Madam Hooch, or... Well, like Hooch blew a whistle during the game. Yeah, Zachariah Smith just got mentioned six times doing something. Yeah, exactly. Hooch blew a whistle. I'm going to go for Zachariah Smith. Pat, I was also going to go for Zachariah Smith. One is mentioned fifty-three times. The other is mentioned forty-eight. Pat, I can't oh, believe God. either of them are so low. Yeah, Pat, are you sticking fifty-three or forty-eight? Are you sticking or twisting? Well, um. To be honest, sticking hasn't served me well so far, so I'm going to twist. I'm going to twist. Twist to, to Zachariah Smith. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick. What do you mean, twist to Zachariah Smith? You were, with, you were on Zachariah Smith. Yeah, you're already on Zachariah Smith, mate. <laughs> Pat, have you been drinking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to twist the hooch. You're going to twist the hooch. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm about gonna... time, mate. I like the hooch <laughs> with the twist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying with Smith. Staying with Smith. It is 2-1 to Joe Power. Mm. Pat, that was a perfect twist. Uh, Madam Hooch, 53. Zachariah Smith, 48. Oh, golden snitch time. What? Ready. I don't know why I said that. I, now, know, t- I knew it was coming. It happens every time. <laughs> Five points for the correct answer. No points. And there's not, not even a, a close on offer here. Ooh, okay. Ready? Oh. Listen, listen up. Get your ears pricked. Dennis Creevy, Millicent Bolstroyd, Piers Polkist, Beadle the Bard, Scabia. Four of those are on 17 mentioned mentions. One is on 16 oh mentions. God, is, give me the names who again. Who is the mate. one? Give me the names what, again. What, you weren't writing them down? No. You, Dennis told to, you told me to prick my ears, not prick my pen. Dennis Creevy, Millicent Bolstroyd, Beadle the Bard, Scabia, and, and who else? Uh, Piers Polkist. Do we have some jazz? Okay, I've got my guest on. Yeah, same. What's your guess, Joe? <sighs> Beetle. Beetle the Bard. I'm telling you this now, Joe. Mm? You are incorrect. Why? Piers. Pat, you are <gasps> correct. Oh! Oh! Patrice, well done. That was close. Wow. Pulled it out on the that snitch, was, uh... <laughs> But to be honest, I see what, I see the logic with Beadle because he's only mentioned in the very last book. Indeed. But there are a lot of mentions in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying exactly through gritted teeth. Exactly. Exactly. Um, oh, that's a relief. Yeah, there you go. Congratulations, Patrick. Okay, Pat. Because Piers was the only character it took me a second to go, wait, who's that again? <laughs> uh, so that's that was my... Well done. That was my thought oh, process. I'm proud of you, mate. Well done. You know what you could do? What's have, that? A, have a celebratory drink. Start there you go, you. mate. Oh, have your first, do. your yeah, first thanks, drink man. of the day. Thank you. Thank you very much. Your first drink of the hour. Oh, lovely stuff. <laughs> no, trust oh. me. You, uh... No, don't worry. <laughs> okay. Don't, clearly, don't trust Pat. Clearly shouldn't trust Pat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I enjoyed that, Tom. Um, I especially enjoyed the title. That's another thing you have to keep sort of topping every week, isn't it? I know. It? It's, uh, it, it led to me, because on Saturday, I was going to do stuff during the day, but then um, uh, my daughter started, she went to like a drama school on Saturday. Oh, nice. So that was cool. But then, uh, 
like what we used to do. Yeah, like, kind of like we, we, yeah, but it also has dancing and, and singing. Oh, we, did, oh, we, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't do, do that. No, we didn't we do didn't that. Do so she, she, was, she really loved it. Um, she's very outgoing and enjoys herself like that. Uh, and then, so it ended up me being, so last night, Sunday night, I was up till two in the morning writing the TTFFU story. <laughs> Starting the riddle and uh, <laughs> trying to learn a monologue. Well, not even a monologue. Trying to learn different characters from Back to the Future. I don't know if I've got it absolutely bang on. I must have watched the scene several times. Even that is. <laughs> even if I you thought you just watched it. No, that's amazing. I thought you were doing it from memory because I I could second guess most of the next no. lines. And I know I didn't get it bang on. And that's that's. Do you know what? Even if you didn't, that's not going to be a peeve because I enjoyed it too much. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks, Tom. I watched um, The Bodyguard on Sunday. Oh, you've been watching that, Tom? No, um, but I'm a massive, massive Costner fan. So. <laughs> it's really good, though. It is good. I'm enjoying it. I mean, it's kind of... What? I like it. <laughs> I'm so, just going to say I like it? it. It's a little unbelievable. It's a bit hammy. Yeah. But it's, it's very enjoyable, though. It's a little bit Sunday night BBC drama. Absolutely, but well, that's exactly what it is. But they've nailed it. Yeah, they've the nailed that. The turns are so entertaining. I've not, I've not watched any TV series. I'll tell you what I've been doing. I've been reading. What have you been oh. reading, Tom? Books. Uh, oh yeah, like, they're, what, they're, what books? Like general ones. Read a book a week, mate. <laughs> read a book a week, mate. Well, I'm trying to. I went and bought two new books after I finished my book. But I, my battery has been playing up on my iPhone. So I went to the Apple store today. Had an uh-huh. appointment. Sat there waiting, and because my iPhone battery is so bad, it. it dies like quite quickly yeah so i had it in my pocket Plan, and planned obsolescence is that what it's mm-hmm. called yeah. built in built in obsolescence built in obsolescence yeah. and it. so i just i sat in the apple store waiting for my appointment reading a book and i thought i must look so odd and so <laughs> primitive you know to go to the apple store and rather than, you know if you go to the apple store and you waste a bit of time you're on your phone but no i was there reading book i was wow. i was bringing it back bit, oh i've just remembered go on in mate more content from this podcast sort of <laughs> Yeah, not proper content, other people's content. But if you are interested in music and yeah. you like films, why not subscribe to the After All This Time Always Spotify playlist? There you go. Fantastic beats and where to find them. The Autumn playlist. That is Very such nice. An incredible title and idea. I support this one hundred percent. I'll be so. <sighs> we'll be doing playlists of songs that relate to films mostly for the most part mm. we're going to do seasonal playlists so we've got mm. i've got songs autumn's a hard season <laughs> to think of um, songs for uh britney spears had a song called autumn goodbye as the b-side to uh, hit me baby one more time right, that is too much knowledge never promised you a happy ending right autumn good tom you sing for too long we come on now autumn good Bye. Um, so yeah, subscribe to that. I'll stick up a link on the Twitter and the Facebook. Bosh. Blah blah blah. Uh, we've got. So I tell you what. Why don't we have a little fun game, and you can try and tell me what film these songs are from, and whether you agree that they're autumnal or not. Okay. Okay. I think this this could be a fun little impromptu game. Yeah. Um, Mister Autumnus. <laughs> Very good. Okay. The theme from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. What film's that from? Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind. One, one point Very to Pat. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, do you think that... I'll tell you what, I'll play a bit of this song. All right. And I'm, re- I'm thinking Pat will get it first, but if you can tell me, what film is this from? Okay. 
It's a piano version of the song, normally scored with an orchestra. Right, you won't get it now, but you'll get it now. It's John Williams. If you don't get oh, it from yeah. Mesno, oh, Princess it. Leia's theme. There yeah. you go. Very nice. <laughs> I knew it was John Williams. Okay. The thing is, I've looked at the the, the playlist. But <laughs> I've liked it. I'm, I'm, I think I was the first liker, the follower. follower. Your first follower of the playlist was Patrick. Yeah. So join such esteemed company as Patrick <laughs> Holland. <laughs> okay, right. Let's have another one. Right. If you don't get this one, you're an absolute disgrace, guys. Though. Name the film. I'm gonna give you. 10 more seconds of this song I think after a certain amount of time if I don't if I don't speak over it we have to pay for it right is that right uh, I think it's 30 seconds I think so but we have to keep, we yeah. have to keep talking over it though don't we uh, yeah probably I think that's we should look into this more Love yeah DJ. I don't. Right. okay and that's enough of that do you have the song no you no. were talking over the whole yeah. thing <laughs> it was but you get you I mean, it's bad. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I'll skip it forward a little bit. Let's see if we can get it from this. Stop it. Go. It's Nick Cave. Oh, children. There you from, go. Uh, from what? Deathly film? Hallows Part One. There you yes. go. All right, and I'll try, I'll give you uh, one more, a little harder, but it's from a big scene. I think once again, Pat will get this. Xanadu. <laughs> <laughs> right, this should be the. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy! There you go. And there's songs from uh, Juno. Uh, I've got uh, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head from which film? Spy Hard. Uh, several. Yeah, I was going to say. But then fa- 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 famously from a certain scene at the end of a film on bicycles. Oh, Naked Gun 2. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance <laughs> Kid. Um, I, say, I say a little prayer. Uh, that's from uh, My Best Friend's Wedding. I knew Tom would get that one. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Okay, so anyway, subscribe to that playlist. Yes. I don't know how much of that game will make it into the final episode. <laughs> no, but, but like you say, uh, we had fun. that's the autumnal list. You're putting together a winter <laughs> list. And then well, a... there'll be a Christmas list, specifically. Oh, Christmas list. So I think, yeah, so it will be seasonal, but it'll be, there'll be a Christmas one and then the January blues one. Oh, yeah. And then it'll be spring, summer, I've and then back some, to autumn. Got some recommendations for the January. <laughs> I'm sure you do, mate. <laughs> to be going into the Christmas break. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I told you I'm getting back into books. Mm. Reading. Yeah. So I went and bought two <laughs> books today. And what was great is when I was there, like both like the two members of staff that so I was reaching for the book and I hadn't even took it off the shelf but I had had my hands on it and and the lady who works there just turned to me and just was like that's a great book you're going to really really enjoy it and I was just like yeah oh, thanks and I just there was something really nice about sort of somebody just going I'm going to put myself out there because the last time that happened I remember I was in a service station mm. and uh, I it was late at night I was coming back from a gig and uh, I pulled in and got Filled up my car with petrol, and I was, remember I was starving. Hungry. It was about three o'clock in the morning. I hadn't mm. eaten, and uh, I went and said, "Have you got any chicken and mushroom pies?" And uh, the guy was like, oh, "We don't have any chicken and mushroom." He said, "But I tell you what, 
you're best off out of it, mate, because I've had chicken and mushroom, and the mushroom bits gave me the... Oh, and, right. yeah, too much information. Yeah, And then, then he said, I recommend this, and it was like... You could have ch- self-edited as well to save me a job there, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just not sure if we're recording this bit. <laughs> For the listeners, we lost about 10 minutes of this episode so far, because I didn't back up Joe's done it again. <laughs> I don't want to pay white stripes, come on. <laughs> um... And so I, he he then recommended this sort of chicken, uh, like uh, Mexican pie. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. And yeah, took his advice, bought the chicken and Mexican pie, mm. got in the car, drove back home, ate it, and it was one of the worst things I've ever <laughs> tasted in my life. And that's when I realised people are stupid. But I'm I'm really uh, glad that I got this book. I started reading it. It's fantastic. What, what was, was the book? Stuff? What was the book? It's, it's, called, it's called Our House. It does make a difference when, uh, like, members of staff that say, "Oh, you're really like that. You shouldn't read." That we book. all, all three of us, worked in retail. Were you like that with customers? Or were I, w- you... I was. Yeah, I've got. A, I remember this customer came up to me. I was behind the till, and she. Uh, Joe worked in HMV. I worked in HMV. She's in a, a record shop. Yeah, m- music and DVDs, and she brought up. I can't remember exactly. I know she definitely brought up Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think maybe Alan Partridge and an album I was particularly fond of at the time. Probably, I don't know, Fleet Foxes or something. It sounds like your mum was Christmas shopping and you served her. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Buying all your presents. Exactly. And, I, uh, and, uh, and, so, and I, I scanned these through and I just went, oh, do you know what? This is the coolest set of uh, purchases I've seen today. Yes. And just, this is just like an aside. And I was talking to the guy next to me. I was like, this is lovely stuff. And uh, the person I was serving went, oh, thank you. That's really made my day. Oh. And I was like, oh. That's Aww. nice, isn't it? So, I th- yeah. Nice cool. people being nice behind the scenes. I mean, that was, I mean, I was very nice if someone was buying things I liked. See, my, my problem is I, I predominantly worked in a clothes shop and I don't. You get... worked in Burton's, nothing anyone bought was good. No, even if it was good, I don't give two hoots about yeah. fashion <laughs> anyway. Have you, have you watched Queer Eye? Uh, the, the new breed or the, the new original? breed? Yeah. No, not yet. Because there's a guy at work who keeps telling me how good it is, and uh, and I and I trust his opinion, so I will yeah, be watching it because the, the the looks on men's faces when they are complimented about what they're wearing is like uh, it's, it's unreal. I got complimented on what I was wearing the other how day. How did it make you feel, mate? Um, annoyed actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was why. naked, and this girl said, "That's a nice t-shirt." <laughs> Probably needs an iron, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you why. I had to go for lunch with the managing director as part hmm. of like a getting to know you thing for like people at the junior level uh, where I work, and so. Like, what I'm wearing now is what I normally wear to work. It's a T-shirt and a hoodie, mm. jeans and Converse. The classic. The same combo every day. And so, but, but with this thing, it was like, it was at the Ivy. All so right. I was like, oh, should I wear like a suit jacket? I'm certainly not wearing suit trousers, but should I wear a suit jacket with my jeans? Put my suit jacket on, and it was like, I haven't worn this in about two years, and it's really tight. I'll put on a nice cardigan. That's kind of the halfway point yeah, between the, the smart midway. suit jacket yeah, yeah, yeah. and the hoodie. And everyone at work went, oh, my God, you look really smart today. Oh, you look really nice. Oh, that cardigan really suits you. And I wasn't hearing you look good today. What I was hearing was, you look crap every other day. <laughs> and we just have never mentioned it. Another. Which is why I hate compliments about how you look yeah, today. But another yeah, beautiful but, insight into Pat's yeah, mind. <laughs> but like, what you realise is that, did you take more time getting ready that day? Not really. 
Well, you just said that you put on a suit jacket and took it off. Oh, cold. yeah, no, I did. Yeah. But, but I, yeah. So but I'm it's still just putting arms through sleeves. <laughs> yeah, but you took the time to assess what you're going to wear. Yeah, take, take I, those I, two, three minutes out of that day. But it's not practical. Your time. I like the hood because especially this time of the year, it might get cold in the evening and bald heads get cold and I might need an impromptu coverage. Are you trying to say people with hair don't get cold? That is mm. so offensive. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. You must have, you must, down the years sometime working in retail, you must have, have helped someone and, and made them feel good, surely. I'm sure I made people... No, I think I, think I was too By helpful. By comparison. I think I was too helpful once. I think I aided some shoplifters because they said, oh, you're about the same build as my son. Can you go into the change room and try these trousers on? Wow. Come out wearing them. And these trousers were ridiculous. They were like 20 sizes too big. It, I looked like a, the aftershot of a weight loss photo. <laughs> and I walked out and they weren't there. Right, shocking. So I'm sure they'd stolen a whole bunch of stuff. Wow. Were you the only person in the shop? I was the only person at my end of the shop. Sure. But did you not just think about looking at the jeans and going, no, that's not my size? <laughs> How? No, I didn't think until I got into it. How long do you take changing trousers? Was it that you'd just been particularly long and they thought, I think he's... Well, you know what it's like. They have a mirror in uh, changing rooms, so I spent a good five minutes just looking at myself, berating myself (laughs) before I got changed. I forget. Yeah, he caught sight of his own reflection. (laughs) He's there for a good good hour. (laughs) Neither can live while the other survives. (laughs) Joe, is your uh, is your quiz ever cause someone to have to pull over and stop driving? Uh, all right, mate. Just don't know. Uh, regular <laughs> listener Joe's very, very angry at this podcast at the best of times. He is. Uh, sometimes, um, he sometimes uh, he's very sort of put, puts us down a lot. He, he, ins- he insults us. It's, yeah. They're insults. I would say rightfully so, though. I, I tend true. to wholeheartedly agree with most of That's what That's a good says. point, yeah. <laughs> Pat went, we had a short break there, and Pat went uh, into the bathroom where he's no doubt caught a look at his own reflection <laughs> had a bit of a shout um, heard, heard some muffled screams yeah. <laughs> so i almost had to pull over this morning on my way to work as i was literally crying with laughter while listening to tom's fan fiction story oh. my stomach muscles are still probably where i was laughing this hard oh, if he on. continues to make them as funny as it was this week ah oh, never mind uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, there was there, no he said joe that email was really lovely and ev- everyone that sends us messages saying that they you know they look forward to the podcast and they've been chuckling away or whatever. But it does always mean a lot. Of course, because, um, well, yeah, but you would only, you'd only listen to a podcast that you like, wouldn't you? You don't listen to a podcast that you dislike, do you? No, I listen to too many podcasts to yeah. put up with one that I don't like. Yeah. Pat, you don't listen to anything that you dislike, do you? Some, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, you... Are you no, but I need to get... I, I, my feeling is to get out of the echo chamber. Sometimes I'll listen to something that I know from its clickbaity headline I'm going to disagree with. And, and yeah, naturally so, 10 minutes later, I'll find myself getting really angry at my own phone. <laughs> oh, God. And no one has won in that situation. <laughs> but I don't know. I listen to things I don't agree with, but it just has to be interesting, right? That's yeah. the whole point. And if you find us interesting, well, take a, a Pat-esque long look in the mirror. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in fact, if you're planning to do that, buy yourself a new mirror in advance. Joe, yeah. I owe you a new mirror. <laughs> 
Joe, we talked about this, where you have trouble falling asleep. You'll stick yeah. at something on YouTube, you know, like an hour-long video, like a lecture or something, just to fall asleep. Yeah, Pat too. and I sometimes message each other at, like, uh, half you, twelve at night. Why wouldn't you fall asleep? No, but I'll, be, I'll just be like, oh, I found this great video of a monk giving a speech. It's really nice. It's helping me fall uh, asleep. Listen yeah, to this. Yeah, like, like there's, uh, there's, there's a physicist called Leonard Susskind, and I don't know anything about physics, but I know he's got a great voice to fall asleep <laughs> to. <laughs> Um, for any for any other listeners that have a similar issue, there's a website called Napflix, it's which is a, like oh, Netflix, but it's just full of great videos. On YouTube, a lady called Elaine Martin. Look her up. She okay, okay, that'll be very tonight, good. That'll be tonight's sleepy time for dinner. Yeah. But no, I had, I did have something the other week where I had a, a recommended video about Doctor Who came up, and it was by I'm going to name and shame. It was the okay. I believe it was Let's the Dave it. Cullen show. Right. And it's this Irish guy who posted a video called The Vandalization of Doctor Who. Right. Which turn, was it off, about... turn it off straight away, Pat. <laughs> no, but I'm... You like Doctor Who. You don't need to listen <laughs> to this. But I'm in a comfy position on the other side of the bed away right, from okay. my phone. And I'm just listening to it to fall asleep to it. And uh, he starts going on this huge rant for about 15 minutes. Oh, that God. might be an exaggeration. 12. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> about how the fact that there's a new... Uh, like Jodie Whittaker is going to be playing the Doctor yeah. after right. several years of Stephen Moffat writing the show and peppering uh, little pro-feminism jokes in there right. uh, is is everything again and he just started going off on like oh the lefty liberal BBC <sighs> is shoving this right. PC nonsense down your throat and I just I felt myself more awake afterwards because I was sitting yeah. there just like yes. like gurning at my phone in <laughs> anger <laughs> Can you imagine, like, Pat, how angry you get at that? Imagine if he's in, for his next video, he releases Why Harry Potter is Bad. <laughs> oh, man. That would be... That would drive me so crazy. Pat might kill a man tonight. <laughs> 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 I'd be like, I can't sleep. I've got, I've got, jo- I've got a job to do. <laughs> <laughs> I like that I image. Don't... You're listening to something trying to go to sleep. Right, well, that's me. Uh, <laughs> up <right>. and out. <laughs> Now I've got a responsibility. <laughs> Let's have a flipping quiz, shall we? Yep. Go on then, mate. We can all get out of here. Uh, should we... I'll tell you what, I'll ask it as though I haven't already written the quiz. Should we have a quiz on our favourite red-headed family? Oh! Please. Which, which one? The Weasleys. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. Uh, I can't remember who calls. I'm just going to say Tom, Hedwigs, or Wormtails, mate. Uh, Hedwigs, please. Old pound coin. I found this around the back of one of my speakers. Uh, It's uh, Tails, mate. Pat, would you want to go first or second? Mm, First, please. You may go first. Uh, Okay, right. Patrick, question one. Mm hmm. These are quite tricky questions, by the way. Oh, um, uh, what form does Ron's Patronus take? Uh, it's a uh, it's a Jack Russell. It, yeah, I, I would have accepted dog. Okay, well done. Uh, question two: Which of Ginny's spells caught Slughorn's attention? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Tom did a bogey, some bat bogey hex. Bat bogey hex is exactly. I would have accepted just a description, but the bat bogey hex is bang on. Unfortunately, you don't get a point. Uh, Question three: What is Molly's maiden name? Oh, I know it. I know it. It's a tricky one. 
Do you actually know it? Yeah. Oh, that's annoying for you. Yeah. So her married name is Weasley. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Next half question. A, half, <laughs> half a point. So her maiden name is Weasley. <laughs> By deduction. Weasley? <laughs> no, Tom, tell him. It's Pruitt. Correct. Uh, okay, Patrick, question four. What was Ron's Christmas gift from Lavender? Oh, some sort of marzipan gift. <laughs> no, Tom. <laughs> it was like a... Oh, no, wait. Oh, Tom, if you've got it. Wasn't it like the, the poison bottle of... No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. It, was like, it was like a fold-out card that popped up a picture of them or something like that, wasn't no, it? No, it was a gold chain with My Sweetheart oh, written God. on it. Oh, and last question, Patrick. You got me that last year as well. <laughs> <laughs> and he binned it just as quick yeah. as Ron. <laughs> right, Patrick, last question. What is Percy's middle name? Percy. As in Percy Weasley. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Redonculus. <laughs> Tom. Ignosis. Ah, oh, Ignatius. Ah, oh. <laughs> unlucky. All right, so Patrick, you got just the one, I believe. Just the one. Oh wow. All right, Thomas. Let's see how you can do. Uh, what was Charlie's position in the Gryffindor team? He was the seeker. Correct, mate. Um, who previously owned Ron's wand? He's got. Percy's old rat, Charlie's road. Is it Bill? It's Charlie. Ah, oh, it's Charlie. Oh, Damn it. Um, some good Bill's robes. Bill's robes. Right Charlie's wands. Percy's rat. Uh, which Quidditch team does Ginny eventually play for? Um, the Hollyhead Harpies. Very good. Yes. Uh, who does Ginny hex on the Hogwarts Express in Half Blood Prince? Uh, now, is this the same bat bogey hex that catches Slughorn's attention? I believe so. Wow. Yeah. Is it Cormac McLaggen? It's not, mate. It is Pat, do you know? No. It's no. Zachariah Smith. I was going to say Zachariah Smith, but he ended up in the slug club, so it doesn't make sense. And finally, Thomas. When Mrs. Weasley picks up one of the twins' trick wands, what does it turn into? A rubber chicken. A rubber mouse. Oh. Unlucky. Okay, so that's ended 2-1. Oh. And now we have the all-important snitch. Okay. Do I need my phone for this? Uh, yes. So I can Google the answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you, one of you might just know the answer. Okay. Uh, at which... Uh, sorry. At what number in Diagon Alley would you find Weasley's Wizard Weezers? Oh. Oh, that's... That's annoying. <laughs> um, okay. Do you have a guess? Well, I have, I have a guess that's <laughs> annoyingly specific, and I don't know why. <laughs> just, just hit me with that guess. 138. 138. You are kidding. 139. <gasps> and I'm not... That was in my head. No way. Neither of you were close. But Pat is the winner. It what is number it? 93. Wow. Oh, that's incredible! That was you both had. A, did we both get? You into both the had a third. That was you both well had a three. Spooky. You both had a three in there. You that had one thirty-nine. So get rid of that one, then reverse it. Yeah, that was well spooky. That's weird. 
Well, well, well done to both of you for being close to each other, but not near the actual answer. Well, clearly uh, we're yeah. more right than the book. Then. <laughs> yeah, but Pat, for the first time, you get to pick a snitch card. Oh, oh I wonder what he's going to get. Well Let's done. Well, on being well a... I think Joe said there were only two bad ones, so this should be all good. Well, for let's me. let's find out. Let's find out. Who knows? Uh, close snitch. A close snitch. Mm. And what does it say, Patrick? Uh, well, one point. So it's a draw. It's, it's the oh, first oh, ever draw. draw. <laughs> well Congratulations. Done, Pat, I would be fuming if I was you. Absolutely fuming. <laughs> Absolutely fuming. I got a snitch which didn't deduct any points after the last few weeks. That's pr- I mean, you got it's a positive. It's a positive. <laughs> it's a positive but... Can we have a draw in this game? Uh, can Quidditch end in a draw? I guess. I guess it... No, it can't. It yeah, can. Of course it can. Right, Wait, let's... it's going to penalties. No, it, it can it can go to a draw if someone has the same points, so 150 points up, and then the other team catch the snitch as a draw. Yeah, the game, a draw. the game ends. The game That's ends. True. The, the, ga- the game has ended. The, the snitch, snitch has been caught. caught, and it's a draw. Wow, oh. two all, indeed. And after all this time, always first, indeed. Oh, how about that? Oh, I tell you what, what I'm looking forward to that, that type of quiz. Imagine that being played live. <sighs> well, that, do you know what, mate? I can't. So, no, so it's, it's too point, electric. Pointless continuing down this no, conversational can. line. I can. Well, oh yeah, you can imagine it. November eighteenth, baby. What? what? I'm Does... thinking. After all this time, presents. Yeah. A reaction to, to what? Fantastic Beast Two: The Crimes of Grindelwald, <gasps> which comes, comes out on the sixteenth of November. <gasps> so we'll all have seen it. Yes. By the time we're all there at this place. Yes. Reacting to it. Reacting to it. We're in the zone. We're at the Bill Murray in Islington in London, the greatest city in the world. Uh, not far from uh, <laughs> not far from King's Cross. You go, boom, platform nine and three quarters, take a photo. Go and watch the film. Then at 4 p.m., we Sharp. start the show. Sharp. I was going to say, like, if I'm heading all the way to London just to see this show, I don't want to get the last train home. No. No, because we finish at six. Finish what? at six. So go go get your seven o'clock train, your eight o'clock train, You've your nine got... o'clock train. In fact, four p.m. gives you time to probably go and do the Harry Potter Warner Brothers tour, and then still get into town for four p.m. Get there for so 10, 10 a.m. Have a good couple of hours around there. Have some lunch. Well, I can tell you now, I'm going to be there because I don't want to be a bloody fool. No, well, you're going to you're going to be on stage, mate. <gasps> yes, we're on stage. The tickets are five pounds if you want to reserve a seat. Please do go to angelcomedy.co.uk if you want to, or it's pay what you want uh, on the day. But um, I'd say reserve a seat. Reserve a seat. Reserve a seat. Be nice. All that remains to be said is this. My name is Tom Toll. My name is Patrick Holland. I'm Joe Power. This has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can via Twitter and Facebook at ATTAPod. Or you can email us, aattapod at gmail.com. Or you can come shout in our faces at the Bill Murray in Islington on November the 18th at 4pm. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be back next week as we are every Thursday with another episode. Bye, guys. How are you doing? No, more, more to the point, why? <laughs> well, I already know. There's no reason why. So how? How uh, are you doing? When there's no, when there's no reason why, how are you doing? <laughs> Do you know what, Pat? I'm recording this. I, I want the people to know at home that this is how we talk <laughs> in real life. <laughs>